Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Uploading Podcast, the podcast where this week we ran out of time to make up a joke. Your understanding will be appreciated. Now. Okay, that's pretty good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Now, where were we? We have a rambling section that's too many. (laughs) uh, Silas, you're going to need to go bullet point on all these ramblings. But just for some context for this rushing here. It's super late. Oh, yeah. Silas just pressured me into uh, what's it? Creating a Trevor account, because he was he's always a big fan of that, and he just wanted me to make one for ages. And we kind of spent the last hour doing and chatting about that. And now we kind of need to go through this at a breakneck speed. I think it's more like two. Actually, that's... I mean, we mm. we were doing other stuff for that. Like, it came up, but that's we were also true. doing okay, other yeah, things. Like, the last hour, though, was solid. Solid Trevor yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we might have to go this at uh, breakneck speed. Our deepest apologies. That's that or no episode out on time, so... <sighs> well, I guess we have to start. <laughs> yes. I'm, we should still do the rambling things, though, because I have a few things to talk I, I about. Not, I'm not saying, like, don't do them. I'm just saying bullet point them. Like, drive by, shoot them at the audience. Let them briefly know what they're about. Screw other, like, small talk that we do at the beginning here. Let's just go into my notes for the rambling section immediately. Indeed. Um, Hope you're all having a wonderful day, by the way. Sorry for this rushed nature. Yes, 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 yes. Just Uh, sit back, relax at our panic nature. Laugh at us. Don't feel stressed yourself. (laughs) Oh, it's also Feet Week, by the way. And fun fact about Names Day at the 7th of March when this is releasing. Why is it Feet Week? I just thought... I was a- Lads, people, when, I start, when we start this episode, I open daysoftheyear.com and I type in the date when this comes out. And then I look at, oh, is there something interesting? And I was like, what Feet Week are you? Are you for real? feet they make their place quietly at the bottom of legs okay that's a that, okay i will be accepting whatever fan art you want to make for feet week oh, Go God, nuts. Really? <laughs> tag it at adult solid at sod if it gets too mature <laughs> oh my god it's after me already there's a quote from Leonardo da Vinci here, which says the human foot is a masterpiece of engineering and a work of art. I don't think that's correct, though, because it's just flat hands, which you can't move. <laughs> that's, not even, that's not correct. Okay. It's also Plant Power Day, so that's good plant power day Woo. and fun facts about names day good well time to close this again because it's not that interesting so silas about sci-fi what I, do you want to add on about that well we've done the segment that we call the random games we would like to talk about i think mm-hmm. and then we've expanded it in the last episode with you talking about an, an anime series i think 
Yes, Oban Star Racer, I want to say. It's yes. definitely Oban at the start of it, but... Yes. I, oh, if I... Uh, never mind. I may or may not be able to back it and get a copy of that physically. It all depends if certain things fall through. Anyhow, about that. <laughs> and then you get a second one because you, you're like, well, I didn't get it. Except you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I made you my own brief handling thing. Yeah. By the time this goes up, go look at uh, at Passion Sod, Dental Raffle to get yourself a copy of Elden Ring. Oh, really? You're actually doing it. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cover the shipping for like wherever. And it's an Xbox disc. So that means on the Xbox One or the new gens, Series X, Series X, uh, S, there we are. Like, it's not region locked, so I'll just ship it wherever in the world, whoever wins. Make sure to comment so that way you get a number to then be entered into the RNG raffle. Like, that's how that works. So comment, don't forget about that, and do all the other things it asks. Thanks. Yeah, so I want to expand on that segment. Mm-hmm. I guess we should change the name to like random stuff we l- like to talk about, we want to talk about, whatever it was called. Yeah. Because I have found a new podcast, which I like. Well. And it's called Let's Make a Sci-Fi. And Ooh. it's a, uh, not a shit podcast like this. It's a good one, actually. It's like edited really well. It's a serial yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Depends on your standards, you know? Wow. Like, some people want a nice serialized production. Some people want a hot train wreck. It's That's all true. in the eye of the beholder, you but know? For people who want to have a nice, well-produced, good podcast, it's made by... This uh, one is made by Kelly Well-produced, I'll say. Well-produced. Nice is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, well, yes. They have a lot of effort and money put into this. It's made by Kelly and Kelly and by the CBC... So it's Ooh. Canadian, so I like it already. And also, it's made by fucking Kelly and Kelly, which are like a great podcast studio mm. in terms of what content they produce. I like most of their shows. And so the concept of this is, of Let's Make a Sci-Fi, is they have three uh, three comedians slash actors slash writers who, well, have done comedy stuff before. Like this one dude, I think he's also an actor. He's been like in My Little Pony and other things like that. And he's done like commercials for like burger chains. I'm aware of My Little Pony. And... You can guess why. Oh my God, (laughs) fuck this. We're going to (laughs) die. No. So, yeah. Those are people who are like very good at doing funny things. So they've now tried to challenge themselves to write a pilot episode for an actual serious sci-fi show. Ooh. And it's like, I think it's like super interesting. At this point, only two episodes are out. They release Mm. one, I think, every week or something like that. I think it's pretty awesome concept, just sitting there having like, weeks of work compressed into like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it's just fun to listen to how they they are struggling to come up with like actual serious ideas <laughs> so yeah hmm. that's a personal thing that i've started to listen to let's make a sci-fi i like it oh that's really cool 
That's a really like, cool thing to promote. They do actual like interviews with like people who've like made actual sci-fi shows before and like scientists to make their show actually good. Ooh. So that's also an aspect. Not only are they three really funny writers trying to make something serious, which is funny itself, mm-hmm. but also you learn actual sci-fi concepts and stuff like that. So oh. it's good. It's pretty good. So, Silas, what's the deal with that fucking sleep app, lol? That's just my note. uh, I I use Sleep as Android, which is Uh a nice app, which just, like, tracks how much you sleep and how often and how good you sleep and stuff like that. It's fine. It's good. But I've uncovered, or, well, not uncovered, I've found a new feature, which... Do you know what lucid dreams are? Uh, yes, there are dreams where you are conscious and have control, of, a semi-control at least, of what can uh, transpire within the dream. Yes, okay. So, I cannot do that. Some people can do that. I have, so far, never done that to my knowledge, which is fine. But I found this feature, which is made for lucid dreaming, (laughs) which it will use like, well, it tracks your movements and stuff. Like if you have a smartwatch, it connects to your smartwatch. If you don't have one, it like uses the phone itself. You put it on your mattress Mm -hmm. and it knows when you move and stuff like that. So it's like kind of knows what sleep cycles you're in. And apparently it can note it can like kind of judge when you're having a dream or not and then (laughs) this is so Mm -hmm. stupid it has a feature where it can play like a sound effect to notify you that you're dreaming the idea being like when it notices oh the dude is dreaming now it will play this creepy fucking female saying like you are dreaming and you're supposed to like hear it and then in your dream hear it so you know that you're dreaming Uh i've used it one night so far and i don't think it did anything but like the concept is just really funny to me (laughs) i don't know why i just wanted to talk about this because like if that works that's wild. I've heard about like so, other ways mm-hmm. to notice that. I've heard about other ways before how you can apparently notice when you're in a dream, but I can't fucking like do that. I don't know. So basically, you your app is a worse version than all those adult videos about lucid dreaming. What? Just way less. What yeah. adult videos are? What are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it used to be like a real, real big genre on YouTube before they really cracked down on a lot of stuff, uh, make things everything more child friendly. It's just basically like lucid dreaming with an erotic scenario, except yours is very creepy and it's just typically voiced by women. There's the connection. Well, no, it's just uh, the notification sound that tell is supposed to tell you that you're dreaming now is just a female. Yeah, it's just a worse version. It's a worse version that sees if you're asleep and then tries to just say, hey, you're sleeping, you're sleeping, you're sleeping. It's like a guided induction into sleep to put you there and in a lucid state. That's not 
how does that work? How would a YouTube video know that I'm dreaming? No, it doesn't know or, you're like, dreaming. You sl- you know. play it when you're going to sleep, and then it just lulls you into like a, a lucid state. That would not work for me. <laughs> yeah. That would not work for me, just because I know when I'm like listening to something while like trying to fall asleep, I will not sleep. <laughs> I just won't. And I also know about myself personally, when somebody like comes into my room like knocks on the door or something mm-hmm. or like rings the doorbell. I can, I know that in my dream. Like when I wake up, I'm like, well, okay. My mom came in my room and like talked about something. And then she noticed I was sleeping. I know that happens. I can hear it. I just, I don't wake up from it. So I think this could work. I think this could definitely work for me. It just hasn't yet because I've used it one night. Yeah, this fucking wild though. How apparently in my brain I can integrate shit that's like around me in real time into my dreams, which I don't even know if that's a real thing or if I'm just making that oh, no. up. <laughs> I just realized we've evolved into talking about our dreams. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! The mean thing. <laughs> oh no! What? Uh, it's a, in American culture, it's just a very mean thing to like. Um, Oh, like your friend who goes on talking about their dreams and then it's like, you know, oh, you tune this out. Oh, it's insufferable. It's a, it's a lazy That's bit a of American comedic lighting. Yeah, uh, it pops up here and there. Okay. That's At least fucking the- weird. Mm. That's not uh, a real thing. That's not true. I, I've definitely heard about it enough times. But, like, like what kind of dreams are they talking about then? Like, sleeping yeah, dreams? No. Or, like, oh, I want to have a company dream? No, no sleeping dreams, obviously. Sleeping like, dreams. Would be an, do you have any idea how much of another asshole a character would be to hear someone else's aspirations? Or like, blah, 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 blah. How are you supposed to like that character? Well, you wouldn't. Indeed. What's that have to do with sleeping? <laughs> Because we're talking about your dreams. Okay. That's the thing I meant. I just became self-aware of that fact. I'm going to open the fucking app and play the sound because I just think it's really creepy. (laughs) I'm actually actually scared. uh, We might get copyright struck for that. No, why? It's a three-second, like, fucking computer-generated sound, probably. Lucid okay. dreaming. There you go. This is a podcast. This is not YouTube. You say <laughs> that now. Okay. So, sensitivity is on high. I've set it up to only happen after one hour of sleeping because I'm scared that it's like actually going to wake me <laughs> up in the beginning. <laughs> so, I don't want to like have this thing think that I'm sleeping already and then like play a fucking like creepy sound while I'm still awake like holy shit mm. <laughs> oh god wait listen to it let's do it let's do it I don't know if you heard that I did did you hear it it sounds like a, a robot trying to murder you yes it does it does you are dreaming you are dreaming you are dreaming like, imagine being in your dream and then you hear that. I would fucking shit myself. Like, actually. 
Can I make it louder? This is only at 50%. Make it fully loud. You are dreaming, you are dreaming, you are dreaming. <laughs> I'm actually probably Thank just going to wake up. <laughs> so, yeah, I will be reporting on if that works or not. <laughs> yes, and vivid details of what you do whilst you're lucid dreaming. No, I don't. Most of the time, I don't even, like, realize that I'm, like, had if I had a dream. I don't even know if I dream. <laughs> There's like one dream that I can remember. I, you you all have like the meme around lucid dreaming, right? Like the joke well, is everyone wants to do it for the sex dreams, well, right? I don't want to do that, though. Yeah, okay. I'm probably just going to like... <laughs> I'm gonna like rehearse how to write fucking structures in C or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's me IRL working me in a lucid dream again. Working. <laughs> okay. Full extent of your imagination. That's that's funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious if that was going to happen. Well, anyways, I'm going to report back on what happens in another week of time when I've done this for a week. And we'll see. The next note that I have is uh, just says Stream Deck UI. Do you know what a Stream Deck is? Sod. Uh, stream. Yes, yes. The thing Valve released that Gabe Newman went out <laughs> giving away by hand. <laughs> oh. That's a Steam oh. Deck. Ste- oh, Stream Deck. My apologies. A, ste- a Stream Deck. <laughs> oh my God, I, I, hate it. <laughs> I hate that it's called Steam Deck. Like, why? I mean, it's a good name. It's just like there's something else very similarly named. And yeah, a Stream yes. Deck is a little control panel that you can uh, set up to assist you in streaming. You set up various alerts, like various reaction things. Uh, Jason Clark... Uh, Crop out photos of famous characters and then erase the mouse and line up your own to do character bits, etc., etc. That one was a deep cut. Basically, just like a panel of buttons with a screen behind every button. Indeed. Yes. Um, made by Elgato slash Corsair. Is it Corsair? No. No, it is Corsair. Okay. Who bought who bought El, who bought El Is no. it actually Corsair? I fucking can't remember. Yes, it is Corsair.com slash. Okay. Um, they only produce the software for this for Windows and Mac. Ooh. Oh no! But, no Linux. But fear not, there actually is what's called Stream Deck UI, which is a. Uh, community-made software for the Stream Deck. Mm. It has less features, and it's not that good, but it works. Um, for a long time, I thought it didn't work, though, because guess fucking what? It works brilliantly until you press suspend and like shut your PC down with a suspension. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, you wake it up again. It's completely busted and it will not launch again until you restart the PC. With this being Linux, 
you never you never shut down a Linux PC because it's just so stable. You only ever suspend it. You never shut it down because you don't need to. Updates installed without restarting. Everything installs and works without restarting. Except fucking Stream Deck UI. For some reason, and this has been a bug for like years in this software. So I thought this wasn't wasn't working at all because naturally I just suspend my PC when I like, when I shut it off at night, not realizing that it would break the Stream Deck. So Ooh. be aware of that if we have any Linux users who also have a um, Stream Deck as our listeners. <sighs> well, yeah. That's a little little bit of uh, why Linux is still frustrating for now. I'm sure it's going to get better eventually, but uh. <laughs> lol. That's just and now the final one, the one we are most excited and thankful yes. for. Yes, featured on Reason. Again, thank you very much, Reason, for doing that. Uh, what's it podcast? Uh, what's it service? That uh, put us on the front page for some reason. What a delight. Yes. So we got, we've gone from like 10 subscribers or 12 subscribers to 75. Me or my. It's pretty good. Yeah, quite a lot. And also, another note that we have here is uh, we've been telling all of you to leave ratings and reviews. And at least on Spotify, we can tell you that we have an average rating of 4.8 stars Ooh, and we have la, 16 la. ratings and i think that's pretty good well that is pretty good thank you very much to every single awesome. one of you gave us a rating thank yes. you ever so much and a future one to everyone who leaves one as well thank you very much for your continued support one. please leave one if you haven't done so yet <laughs> we need that <laughs> We need that was so small. We need. We that. need all the lifeblood we could get. Please. I was gonna make a little, little bit of an edgy joke there, but no, no. I think that may get us actually uh, struck for copyright. Not copyright. Uh, TOS. There we are. That's the phrase. Oh God! Uh, why? Why I did. are you like this? <laughs> I did. It wasn't anything lewd. It was quite the opposite. It was something violent. That it was a joke about like. Yeah, offerings to, you know, bountiful harvest and the like. But I was figuring, like, no, 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 that's probably too far. Well, Uh, on that note, we're going to head into a break and then we'll go into our first topic. mm -mm. Because I don't want to keep talking to Sod. (laughs) (laughs) In the rambling section, that is. Welcome back from the break. Silas, what is topic number one? Well, Microsoft will let you play Xbox Cloud games with... I said that really weirdly. Xbox Cloud games with mouse and keyboard. Okay. The newest Microsoft Flight Simulator is one of the most demanding games ever made, and yet you can play it on a shitty PC or an original Xbox One with the power of Mm. Microsoft Cloud. That's just one big hole. You can't play... You can't play... What is this? You can't play currently play. Okay. 
fucking shit writing. <laughs> or maybe yeah, I and- fucked up. You can't currently play Xbox with a mouse and keyboard because Xbox Cloud Gaming only supports game pads and touch for now. But according hmm. to Microsoft Flight Simulator boss, Jörg Neumann, that's a German name if I've ever seen one. I don't know if he's actually German though, so maybe he pronounces it differently. I mean, yeah, it depends on pronunciation. Jörg anybody, anybody Irish who is listening to this certainly knows my pronunciation of Vaughn is rather peculiar, to say the least. So, to each loan. Um, yeah, according to the Microsoft Flight Simulator boss, that's about to change. Mouse and keyboard control is coming. And then we have a quote here. This is a platform-level thing, so it has nothing to do with us. Obviously, mouse and keyboard works for our simulator, so the platform team is working on this, and no, I can't give a date because it's the platform team. I don't know their dates, but it's coming. And we are also talking about making touch work. While he's not sure when it's coming, mm-hmm. Newman suggests we might see it as soon as this summer. I mean, that's a real burn, saying he doesn't know about the dates. They don't know what the, those nerds are getting up to or if they're getting laid at all. <laughs> Oh uh, my god. <laughs> Dates. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to make myself laugh with these. <laughs> this is a serious show. <laughs> this is a... I, do you remember the Minnie Mouse protest I did? Do you remember that? This show became very unserious at the same time as being very serious the moment I came on board. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this yes. is also on the same level of insanity as uh, recording this late with Merrick. So mm. we've kept the standard up the same Indeed. way. I don't know. <sighs> Why is it just that every co-host that I have on here just tries to make me go mad? What is wrong with that? What's, what's happening? It's called comedy. You're the straight man. <laughs> You're the one that reacts to our antics with frustration, thus providing a more comedic output for the viewer. <laughs> That's true. But I hate it. Just fucking do normal jokes. <laughs> do jokes like this uh, <laughs> it was a fairly normal joke rather tame I think this is a pretty good idea adding uh, mouse and keyboard support to Xbox Cloud I've used um, mm. Google Stadia and PlayStation now and Xbox mm. Cloud before and I think the Xbox Cloud one was the best Ooh. um I'd be happy if you'd get like imagine like being like at work or at school or something and then like on your break you can just play Microsoft Flight Simulator without having to like bring a controller and stuff with you just because every PC has a mouse and keyboard already. I mean if yours doesn't, you were stiffed. So sorry about that. Or you have a really, really old computer from before mouses mice were a thing. I mean, to be fair, I don't think Microsoft Flight Simulator is going to work on the cloud with a computer that old. 
I mean, it's not going to connect to the cloud anyway, so yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Except if you're a uh, hardware developer that, like, there's people who, like, connect the oldest shit computers to the internet by making their own special, like, boards and stuff. That's a wild kind of videos on YouTube. Damn, that is impressive. There's this dude who went, like, ahead and made a Game Boy Wi-Fi compatible with this Game Boy, Game Boy Wi-Fi card, which that he made himself. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, Damn. you could, like, visit Wikipedia and read text on the fucking Game Boy. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. somebody, somebody should do that. But xCloud on fucking Xbox Cloud on, <laughs> on the Game Boy. <laughs> Oh, that would be hilarious. Okay. That's just that's just funny. My main problem with I don't even know. Google Stadia, I tried on my phone once and I like I couldn't even join a fucking I think I played Wreckfest and I couldn't even get into it like an actual level. It was that shit. Uh to be honest, like Google Stadia has been pretty dead for quite a long time. Yes. Like, it may have been not just it was shit, but it was... Well, is that a multiplayer game or a single player? I don't even know. I couldn't even navigate the menu because of the delay, actually. Yikes. At least for me, in that case, I've tested it, like, two months ago, one month ago. And, yeah. There's this uh, video series on... We've talked about these people before. Re-Res. They've done multiple videos on Google Stadia years apart not changed it's not changed it still sucks <laughs> it launched really shitty and a year later it was still the same crap i mean if anything google stadia is about to die any day now i think it's isn't it being killed i don't know there was a story a few days ago a few episodes ago i mean i didn't put it in because it was really confusing so yeah i don't know it's uh, from what I understand, dead, I they're transitioning from a, like their own individual platform into a service other people can use. They said that like their games. two years ago already, though. Like they've already said this. Well, the, that in terms, it was its own platform at that stage where you was could, it? you know, buy games on there to play on there, and now it's just be uh, going to be a service they rent out to other individuals who don't want to build up the no, infrastructure to do it themselves. Before. I think they've said this when they shut their own development studios down, and that was years before. And then they've said, well, we're going to focus on using Stadia as a service for other companies. And I guess they're now just repeating it for no reason. Maybe I'm remembering something wrong. I don't know. I mean, I think at that stage, it was just for like getting games on there and to get people to play it on there and buy them. But when that stopped happening, they were going to be like, you know how like Control on the Switch is played on the cloud? Yes. Th- things like that. Oh, they're yeah. going to be the service that enables that now. That's what they're trying to transition in into. A, into a to be thing, yeah. yeah. It's a, as before, it was a, it was a storefront where you'd buy games on and then play them on the cloud. They're, they're killing that off now, but that's a whole other bag of worms right there. All I'm going to say about the mouse and keyboard is competitive players are going to flip their shit. <laughs> When they don't have a control uh, mouse and keyboard and somebody else does in a match. <laughs> well, fuck people who play with a controller anyways for things like a shooter game. If you play a shooter with a, with a fucking uh, controller, you deserve to not be good anyways. 
Them's fighting words. This is a, this is a hot take podcast, yeah. I believe that is everything. But topic number one. We'll move on to topic number two in just a second. And to the magic of editing, that just a second has already passed. Topic number two. Instagram says it will stop supporting the IGTV app. I've never used that. I've literally never heard of this in my entire life before. I saw this story. I was like, what even is IGTV? Is Uh, this a separate app for this? I thought that was just like video on Instagram. (laughs) But no, it was a separate app. Okay, read it. Read it. Really? Instagram has announced that we'll no longer be supporting the separate IGTV app, saying in a blog post that would instead focus on keeping all videos in the main Instagram app. While the writing's been on the wall for Instagram's YouTube competitor for a while, the official shutdown announcement marks the end of an era for one of Instagram's forays into video. Instagram says that it's getting rid of the standalone IGTV app, God, that's a mouthful to say, as part of its effort to make videos as simple as possible to discover and create. The post also says that any video in the main app will have a full screen viewer and a tap to mute a button, I think, or just that's a feature they describe as. And that Instagram is working on consistent way to share, on a consistent way to share different types of videos such as a video post or reels. The company is also planning on testing a new ad experience on Instagram, which will allow creators to earn revenue from ads displayed on the reels. Holy. Oh, that's big. <laughs> when <laughs> the moment when your big YouTube competitor shuts down and nobody has ever heard of it, that's that means it's failed. <laughs> I mean, I'm more focused on this, like getting ad revenue from uh what's it your thing you know allow new testing a new ad experience on instagram which allow creators earn revenue from ads displayed on the real that's screw whatever this was that's the real youtube competitor that's what makes youtube competitive that people can do it and get money out of it that's what brings people yes. in to try great things that's you true. know to and be able to make a living doing it, thus providing content for the platform. But I'd imagine they had ads on uh, IGTV as well. Ads, but like, did they... Oh, sorry, excuse me. Did they have a revenue split? (laughs) That was a hiccup. That was a hiccup without any noise. Just a deep inhale. That I was involuntary... That was involuntary, there we are. Okay. Again, sorry about that, but that's this is going to what make it competitive. This is the new competitive, like a uh, competitor to what's it? YouTube, allowing people to just do their thing and make money off of it. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if, like, certain what's it um, YouTubers who just don't have like a what's it, um, you know, like a big presence there. Otherwise, would just probably upload the content to what's it. Um, Instagram now as well, just to get the ad revenue from it. Like, do people go to Instagram to watch your videos though? I mean, it depends. Like, this Long could change everything. Videos. 
it could honestly change it if it just becomes like another platform to do that and that's a competitor to YouTube. I don't know. Like that okay, right yeah, now the main enough. thing the main thing that makes YouTube such a success is that you can get a share of the ad revenue uh, and thus yes. in a career off of it and then put more money into it and get bigger and yes. bigger. Like that is just something a lot of other platforms fail to do. You know, they're all trying to get these new monetization uh, schemes in and just get like uh, people to constantly create content on there. But they have no incentive behind it for people to make that content. But, you know, money gets people moving. I am, I am deeply curious to see what will become of this. Well, I mean... No, actually, I'm not going to say this. I wanted to say, well, at least we'll get a new YouTube competitor out of this. But no, fuck off. This is meta. This is Facebook. I don't want them to get more users. Oh, that is that is a good point right there. God, no, don't even refer to them as meta. Keep it as Facebook. That's a blatant name change to try and avoid a lot of the bad press <laughs> they had around that. No, do not let them be referred to as meta. They are Facebook and they live with that shame. <laughs> Every time they try to refer themselves as meta, you ring that shame bell and you shout shame at them. Shame, shame, shame. Never let them forget. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and also, meta sounds really stupid and it's like the least. The name says nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, to tie this into a previous topic that I thought, well, not topic, but Miss uh, Noma, uh, what's it, Abe Newman, uh, what, no, Gabe Newman, what's it, the, uh, whoever owns Valve, what's his name again, Gabe something? Gabe Newell, isn't it, actually? Gabe Newell, yes, he's yeah, actually friend with the author who, what's it, um, coined the term metaverse and apparently <laughs> apparently that author, author is just constantly frustrated about meta in the news you know well facebook i should say yes i have to stick to my own rule here he's just constantly frustrated he wrote a dystopian future involving a metaverse and it all just seems to be coming true before his very eyes uh that is deeply funny, that's though, as funny well. If that's real. Yeah, Probably it is. If you say it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't take my word about that. I could have misheard or misremembered something. So do your own research on that part. But yeah, that is deeply funny. If it is in fact true, like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> Google is really stupid. Sometimes I typed in "Who invented metaverse?" and then it comes up with Neil Stevenson. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I scroll down and it says similar questions or whatever it says. <laughs> and then it has a question which says, which was the first metaverse? <laughs> you will have no idea what the answer is. Please Definitely. guess. You have to you have to guess which was the first metaverse. <laughs> I don't know the multiple personalities and backstories of the Joker as featured within like various adaptations. Is that it? That it? Is that metaverse? That could be a metaverse, but that's not what Google says. 
Okay. I think this answer is bullshit because it just doesn't work with the question. The question is uh-huh. which was the first metaverse, right? And you click on it and it like folds up this menu thing and it says JP Morgan first bank in metaverse. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, Google fails completely. This is not even like what the question actually is. <laughs> I mean, it has like it has both metaverse and first in it, so it's probably not a question that is very frequently asked. Chase and Co has become the world's first bank to enter the metaverse. It's a question that's not frequently asked, which means there isn't a lot of answers to search from. Meaning, this is just the best thing that fits. I just thought that was hilarious. The well, no, the question is which was the first metaverse? Like asking about a product, and the answer is. JP Morgan is the first bank to enter the metaverse. It's not even like an actual answer. I just it thought isn't. that was hilarious. I, I wanted to say that because, like, why? <laughs> okay, we're, we're moving on. <laughs> I'm going to close this. Yes. Uh, we might have left the rambling section, but the rambling section has not left our hearts or ADHD riddled minds. <laughs> uh, so we have another topic right here topic number three and for this i'll have to talk about some backstory first have you heard about yeah. in television uh sod no i have not unless you've told me about it previously and i just no. completely uh disremember the name well Back in the 80s. Um, Wait, was disremembered a word? <laughs> did I did I just combine two of them to sound smart there? Two things that are not normally put together, but probably. sounded smart. Yeah. Type it into Google and see if JP Morgan said it first. <laughs> 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 disremembered. That so, laugh, by the way, is on my mind. That penguin laugh from the 60s Batman uh, thing is on my mind because I'm using the umbrella in Death's Door. Uh, very reminiscent of that. Anywho, tangent over. Disremember dialect US. Fail to remember. Oh, so it is a word. It's US dialect. So I half would a word. I never dare to say it because it's American, so... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's just means forget. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah. So back in uh the 80s, we've had uh, Mattel Electronics, right? The toy company. They had an electronics mm-hmm. division and they made a console well. called the Intellivision. Mm. And it was pretty good at the time very advanced graphics if you compare it to like the Atari 2600 Uh really shit graphics if you compare it to the NES which came out Mm. a lot later Um, yeah it was pretty good but they kind of like failed eventually and then stopped making the televisions and eventually sold the name off to other people and those other people have now sold it to is this new company, which are trying to make a new modern and television console. 
Ooh. And this is, well, you're saying a positive sounding. Ooh, it's not positive though. Uh oh. <laughs> anymore. So this whole thing is perpetually turning into more and more of a shit show the longer it goes on. So. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Excitement. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Um, they've done crowdfunding, multiple rounds of crowdfunding, which is fine. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, their CEO has made a few dumb decisions. Their old CEO, for example, there's a uh, review tech USA, the famous YouTuber that people love to hate. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's made a few videos about the f- <laughs> about the Intellivision and about what they do and how about how shady things are there sometimes. And the CEO just like messaged him like, "Oh, how dare you say this about the company?" Blah blah blah, things like that, which is not what you do as a CEO. Yeah, that's very unprofessional. Like it just yes. makes you come off as a bit childish. Yes. And yeah. They also have a new CEO now. I forgot who he, who his name is. Isn't Mike Kennedy? Mike Ken something. Actually, I'm just going to type in Intellivision CEO. Phil Adams. Is that it? I don't fucking remember. Why did I have Mike in my in my brain? I don't know. So, well, anyways, they have a new CEO now. So the old one is like gone. He's like got new role at the company. Somehow they've ended up with a worse CEO than they had before because <laughs> the C- CEO that they have now um is uh this is not this is right now all over the place this thing because if we had recorded this when we were supposed to record this i would still remember everything (laughs) dang the ceo that they have now has run another crowdfunded console before the coleco Uh chameleon wait oh no do you remember that do you have you heard that before the coleco chameleon Oh God, I I can't tell. I can't tell if I'm in bad things about it or I'm just well, associating it with the Spider-Man villain, the Chameleon. Coleco is <laughs> another company or another games console that existed back in the '80s as a competitor to the Atari console, and it was mm-hmm. pretty good back then. And then again, when the NES came out, it was it just died again, like the fucking Intellivision and like Atari, Yee. everything just died after the NES came out. So. Yeah, this dude made a uh, made a crowdfunding site for what I think he called the Retro VGS or something, and then later he renamed it to Coleco Chameleon because he got the name rights, the rights for the name Coleco. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it wasn't real. It was not real. He like had a prototypes and stuff, but like I think one was just like literally a Super Nintendo in his console's shell and then another prototype at like a trade show was just like a video capture card inside of the shell (laughs) like you look at it it's a transparent shell and people just like figured it out within like a day that this is not a console it's just a video capture card from like 20 years ago 
Uh, so, this is Intellivision's new CEO. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! So now that you know a bit of uh, some backstory, so, by the way, the goal of Intellivision now apparently was or still is to make a newer low-budget casual console. It's called the Intellivision Amico. I think it looks it looks looks fine. Looks like something that could exist. Sure a cheap console for like non-gaming people mm. could exist that could work fine it's like android games i guess except on a tv and better but in television now it means that it currently cannot account for 1.35 million paid to arc electronics usa a chinese electronics manufacturing firm with headquarters in california Okay. That's not good. That's not good. The company may yeah. not be able to recover either the cash or any console making components that Ark has already purchased. Uh, this follows a September 2020 announcement that Ark had been selected to deliver Amico hardware. The announcement did not indicate any exclusivity for Amico production, but in television has yet to announce any other manufacturing partnerships. So they have Uh-oh. a lot of debt. <laughs> uh, it goes yeah. on. It goes on. Um, this is a really long article, by the way, which is uh, we've only, we only have a tiny little few copies here. The fucking the fucking article is in the eight tell you you have to go read it because it's actually insane okay continuing according to the company long-term debt is up to 7.2 million when you have a new company which is 7.2 million dollars in debt that's not good those numbers do not not account for some dismal interest payment arrangements and they stand in stark contrast to in in televisions Reported $429,000 cash and cash equivalents. equivalents. I wonder what a cash equivalent (sighs) counts as. Well, I guess hardware would account for that. Like if you have stock, if you have $400,000 of stock in television consoles. But hold on, it gets worse. In television now suggests that it will sell Amico games as non-fungible tokens. Oh, why? At least it's not artwork. Um, I still think selling games as an NFT is just as stupid. But okay. But the company has yet to clarify what technology stack or console interface will support such verification systems. And the risk factor section does not warn investors that recent NFT promotional efforts in the gaming industry have led to consumer backlash and boycotts. (laughs) (laughs) Just people just, I've maybe just put this in here because I am telling you just type in in television Amico, that is A-M-I-C-O, type that into YouTube and see what comes up because the whole story of this thing is wild from going to like a random idea to what looked like a legit product to this insane shit show where they have 7 million debt. This is an insane story. 
The real question for me, was this intentionally always going to be some kind of a rug pull where they were just trying to con out money? Or did things just go horribly, horribly wrong at every turn? Well, if you look at things, there were definitely, like, signs of bad things happening. Um, like, like the, the old CEO was working directly with... Um, <clears throat> I forgot his name, but with the inventor of Earthworm Jim, which is a great gaming franchise, nice gaming franchise, great games. Yeah. But the dude just like straight up admits that he's, <laughs> and he's like a homophobic and like, oh yeah, I've heard about that. Nazi. And like, he has like a podcast where I think the title, uh, is the title literally that? I don't know. He's like said things like, oh, weed is for pedophiles and other stuff like that, which is like, why would you put? And also, they literally had this dude on like promotional artwork of like promotional photos for the whole company for Intellivision. Like, why would you have this person (laughs) on your fucking staff image? I think he has actually gone on some debate streams as well and just like not done well. Like, oh, probably, boy. probably. So, I don't know. Oh, At least God. the CEO is, he seems mostly fine. He's like worked on many games before. So, yeah. well, the old CEO, old CEO, um, <laughs> worked on many games before. But he also, when he went on podcasts, he would do random shit. He would randomly just start talking about like, hate on Twitter and all the uh, Intellivision haters and it's just like politics how people will hate on stuff for no reason that's not what you're supposed to talk about when you are trying to promote when you're like literally on a podcast about your fucking product how great your product is going to (laughs) be it's like very sus like mad at no reason I wonder who they may perhaps, uh, perhaps be referring to there. Because a lot of times people who say that are just like, yeah, no, that's not true. That's not a reason. Because I don't believe in that, you know? Or I don't want to believe this person has these problems. So thus you don't have a valid complaint against them. That's, oh, that's a problem. Like, try to surround himself with like an echo chamber and it didn't mm. work. <laughs> Yeah. Some people can't handle negativity on the internet well, and I think he's probably one of them. Oh, yeah. Some uh, people are incredibly sensitive sometimes, even to like just some base like criticism. Not even like anything that borders on line of harassment, just saying, like, hey, I don't like this. I think it's dumb. You know, it's like, even to some people, that's harassment to say, like, hey, you're preaching some stuff I think is dumb and bad. It's like, oh, now you're harassing me. <laughs> well, people just literally just type it in. Just type in in television, Amico, get some popcorn or like crisp or something. <laughs> get some crisps out of beer. Just like enjoy like one or two hours of like random fucking television coverage because it is wild. It is wild. Maybe I'm going to link to some videos. I think. Did Stop Drop and Retro make a video about it? I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, it's it's a wild story. 
And the fucking console isn't even out yet. <laughs> They've done like three rounds of crowdfunding for it too. Like, why? God damn. Mm. Just, why can't people like make things good? <laughs> I think I said before about our own screaming schedule this week. It's pretty much a foobar fucked up beyond any recognition. Like, whatever this started out as is clearly, oh, it's clearly either gone exactly as planned, being some kind of a scam, or has gone wildly off the rails. Anywho, I believe that's all for that point. Yes. I basically just want to tell everybody, go watch this and pay attention because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's See this be- <laughs> dumpster fire now form. Yeah, bring the marshmallows. You can get them nice and well done holding them up to this mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Anyhow, we'll move on to topic number four after these messages. Do, 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 in television, Amico. The whole fun for the whole family. Even Grandma can play it. <laughs> no, not like that. It's a video game console. No, oh, God, get it out of there. What in the world? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you can figure out what that was about. <laughs> Welcome back. Topic number four. Ukraine, I think, Ukrainian war flashes neon warning lights for chips. Russia's invasion Wait, of no, Ukraine. No, no, no. What, why, why Ukrainian war? It's just the Ukraine war. Well, it doesn't say the Ukraine war. It just says Ukraine war. So it's like Ukrainian Blows better. No, Ukraine war. Is he... What? I, it just makes more sense in my head. Ukrainian war. Whereas, like, the Ukraine war makes sense. Ukrainian war makes sense. But just Ukraine war doesn't make sense. It says Ukrainian war. I don't know. Okay. Was one more time. The Ukrainian war flashes neon warning lights for chips. Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Read more. Oops, that's not supposed to be there. Uh, by land, air, and sea, risks of reverberating across the globe's chip uh. industry and exacerbating uh, current uh, supply chain constraints. Ukraine is a major produce, uh, producer of neon gas critical for lasers used in chip making and supplies more than 90% of U.S. semiconductor grade uh, neon. According to estimates from the research firm Techek. How do you pronounce it? Teshet? Where even is it? I think Techset. No, Techset. There we are. I thought it was like German or something. No, I have not seen that before. Anyhow, about 35% of the pallidum of rare metal used for semiconductors is sourced from Russia. A a full-scale conflict disrupting exports from these uh, elements might hit uh, players like Intel which gets about 50% of its neon from Eastern Europe, according to J.P. Morgan. I will say that is actually kind of worrying about the neon gang, what's it, um, uh, impacted because of the conflict in Ukraine. I was going to mention, though, apparently there's like um, a couple new uh, Intel plants for semiconductors being constructed within the U.S. right now. It was mentioned within uh, President Joe Biden's State of the Union speech. Yes. That's the last I heard of it. 
So I was I, I was about to be on like oh it's an upful upful uh, cheerful note there we are, you know not everything's gonna go to hell and back whenever China says we're invading uh, Taiwan now, but, but like, no wait. it's already gone before then. Yeah. Well, first oh, of boy. all, the plants are not going to be done until like years. So, and also. Mm. The lasers that make chips, do you still need neon? And if you yeah. can't get it because it's in fucking Ukraine, mm, then it's we're bad. done for. Yeah. I think it was only what's it um do ninety percent e do and there's no other source of neon in the world, is there? It's all just Ukraine. I mean there probably is. You just we just didn't use it so far. <laughs> I mean, I have to go find that first. I mean, we made a bunch of like neon signs. Could we? Could we salvage any of those? <laughs> or that is it too be, late? That would be hilarious. Is it too late for them? Actually, probably it is because it like gets mixed with like other stuff too, right? I don't know. Yeah. To like color it. I don't know. That would be funny though. Like, oh look, this is. I don't know, Tokyo, before the fucking neon crisis, and it's all lit up and looks cool like some fucking cyberpunk thing, and then Tokyo, after the neon crisis, and it's just like bland houses. <laughs> but that sounds like neon crisis, a crossover from neon jellion evangelion, and what's it, uh, Tokyo crisis, or bubblegum crisis, was it? Like some weird crossover between these two franchises? <laughs> Uh, uh, my brain's starting to fail me. It's wandering. Okay. No idea what you're talking about. I'm just referencing anime right now. I noticed that, but I was like, okay, I don't even know what he's exactly referencing. It just sounds like an anime thing. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, That's the state my brain oh, is no. in right now. Ooh, what's that I don't know about? No. What have you discovered? No, 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 nothing. I just like... Oh no, anime. <laughs> I thought about anime. I don't want to do that. Don't want to uh, do that. <laughs> I just finished like Beastars season two recently. It was a bit more of a slow watch for me because they had worse like um uh, not theme song intro intro music, you know? Like season one was a bop and always got me very hyped for the episode. And season two, oh, it is very bland. It's a very like standard anime intro. It's a uh, not good. What not even good. is standard? Uh, actually, that's a yeah. What even is a standard anime intro? What does that mean? Uh, it's just a, a, a generic like anime pop song, you know, like with some like still shots and the uh, what's it images of them walking about. Of like the main characters, maybe turned at an angle with a name okay. flashed up with some graphics around them. Like just what you can watch you like have? watch like for the season one, the intro for season one B stars, and you will see what I mean. That is a bop, and it is remarkable. It is a piece of art in its own right that got me hyped every time. I accidentally skipped that one time <laughs> and then I rewound to actually fully watch it because I was never going to skip that one. Whereas, like, season two, nope, skip it every time. Get out of here. Get out of here. I'm done with you. I hate you so much. Okay. Like, 
I please back me up here. Those listening at home, go watch season one and then see season two for the intros. You know, just see the intros from season one and season two, and tell me which one you think is better. Comment that down below. God. I have um, mm-hmm. this. I don't know what I'm going to call this, and I guess I am an accidental weep. Weeb? Fuck. I can't talk. I guess I am an accidental weeb. And a weep. Don't forget about that. Weep. No. Uh, The thing is, uh, a few years ago, while the whole copyright thing with music wasn't that big in streaming yet, Mm -hmm. I would just play random shit that was like in my one single Spotify playlist that I have. And I just add random things to it that like, I find on Spotify or wherever. And sometimes people in my chat would be like, oh, this is the fucking, I don't know, Gamuto fucking intro song. Wow, it's cool that you're a fan of the show. And I'm like, okay, I've never heard about that in my life. Hmm. And then they're like, well, this is the fucking intro song. Yeah. And And then I type in the show and I'm like, Oh, well, holy shit. I just thought that was a cool song that I found on Spotify. How the fuck am I supposed to know that some anime used this as the intro? (laughs) So that's probably Mm. many, many songs that are used as like anime stuff. And I just don't know because I don't watch that. I just find the fucking music. (laughs) I just thought that was always funny. Yeah, it certainly did sound funny to me. But then again, I'm very tired right now, so I don't know what that's worth. <laughs> but uh, it's stupid because people are going to think like, oh my God, why does he only listen to fucking anime music? Even though I'm like, lit- I've literally no idea what any of these are from. I just like the fucking band and then I add it to my playlist. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, moving on to topic number five. That's you? Yes. Yes, yes. Windows 11 could be watermarked on unsupported PCs. Mm. I already hate this so much. Windows 11 has been changed so that it now presents a more visible warning using a watermark on the desktop to caution those running the OS on an unsupported PC that the device doesn't meet its system requirements. Although this move is only in testing right now. What? That sounds obnoxious. Yeah, it's basically the same thing as when you haven't put in like a, uh, a, what's it called? Like a Windows 10 key, a Windows 11 key. Uh Uh-huh. It just says unsupported system on the bottom right all the time. Uh (laughs) Yay. It follows a previous tweak whereby Microsoft placed a cautionary system requirements not met message within system settings. Again, only in preview builds of Windows 11. But the watermark, which appears above the system tray, where the clock is, the bottom right, Mm. is a far heavier-handed warning. It states system requirements not met, but its permanent presence as as a desktop watermark in the same vein as the Windows warning that the OS isn't activated, is a definite eyesore and a more annoying introduction. 
Microsoft is currently testing the new watermark with some Windows 11 users running preview builds and gauging reactions. So while this may not necessarily make it... uh, so while this may not necessarily make the cut for the release version of Windows 11, it could well, in theory. Could well do, in theory. Okay, yeah, I forgot the do. I yeah, hope they don't do this. Mm. I hope they don't do this. Yeah, same, same. Just please don't make our lives that much more inconvenient. It is also just going to be a headache. If you look at the fact that, like, CPUs that are older than like two years are already not supported, anyways. This sucks. You can install it, no problem. You just have to like change three options, basically, (laughs) three registry keys, and then that's it. I've installed it myself in a virtual machine and I hated it because it sucks. Uh, Yeah. I can imagine like some grandmas having like an a bit older pc a pc that maybe is three years old instead of two so it's not supported but then the i don't know the smart witty grandchild puts windows 11 on there because fucking windows 10 stopped being supported or whatever the case may be (laughs) and then you'll i imagine that like hackers are going to start using this hackers like these the the scamming people oh no who call you and like show you fucking like the tree command or something Uh and be like this is all i can't do an accent this is not good (laughs) they'll show they'll show you like a random command in windows and be like oh this is all the hackers connected to your computer ma'am give us google play cards five hundred dollars and we'll fix it for you they will use this. They will use this as, oh, it's unsupported, but we can update it so it supports your PC now. Oh, God, that's, that is true. All I'll say is I'm not looking forward to having to go to Windows 11 whenever I get a new PC. I'm not looking forward to it. Because like, I've checked and they've removed the option to still use Windows 10. So... New PC, Windows 11. Here I come. Hopefully before my next birthday. Uh, Effort. Like, honestly. Like, I'm just... I I am just going to be too too lazy to do that. I'm just going to have to roll with System 11. Not use Windows at all, because... You're, it forces you to use like a fucking... Like a Microsoft account and shit like that anyways. And I hated that. I hate it. Well, I installed Windows 11 on a virtual machine and I was like, why is there already like pictures and stuff on here? This is like a blank thing. Why? And then I realized, you know, (laughs) your like desktop and documents and images folders, stuff like that on Windows. Mm -hmm. All of that is OneDrive. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you do this, Microsoft? Ooh, it's convenient. Wow, yeah, convenient to immediately have the fucking free tier of OneDrive be filled up when somebody, like, copies a video so you can give them fucking ads for OneDrive, paid OneDrive. I don't want that. I don't want every single file of my PC to be stored on Microsoft servers. Go away. I'm not using your bullshit anymore, you fucking cunts. (laughs) I recommend... In 
a few years, I'm telling you, in a few years, Linux is going to be eventually become the dominant fucking operating system just because of how much better it is. I, I don't doubt that, but I don't. I don't doubt it getting bigger. I'm not sure about like dominant. It has that to will become. Quite, that, it has that to will be. become like several fail, failures on like Intel's. Oh, sorry, Microsoft's part. Like, sure, they could drop the ball, and that allows like how good Linux is to overtake Windows. But if they just remain a baseline level of competent, I don't know. I think it will be like a two competitors battling it out as opposed to being overtaken. Just the fact like they would have that to mess on up amazingly. Windows 11 Pro version, they will also soon require a Microsoft account. I think that just wow. sucks. I get it for like, oh, it's not a big deal for home users, but for businesses, it's, it is. Like if you handle confident information like mm-hmm. any company ever does, and it's forced yeah. to be saved on a fucking Microsoft account, that sucks. That's shit. Well, that sounds like a real problem. Yeah. We'll have to wait for a bit to like get more more software that like runs well on Linux. And as soon as that's the case, I think so many people are going to switch. Because, as I said, you don't install anything. Uh, you don't install updates by restarting it every two minutes. You can keep it running all the time. It never crashes. It literally never does. And mm. it just it has way better performance too, and I mean, no, no telemetry. Nobody's going to steal your information. I mean, on that note, I probably have to check <laughs> an update this evening. So, e fucking like Microsoft Edge. When you start Microsoft Edge, it literally has a little like note where it says, "Oh, we will collect browsing data from other browsers you install." And I'm like, really. What? Oh, you, that's insane. I will never use this in my like. Fuck off. And also, what? So the experience of installing Windows 11 or Windows in general, it just sucks. Now, most people who have Windows have probably not installed it because it just comes on their PC. But let me tell you, on fucking on Linux, most of the time you like get your little USB stick, you plug it in and it boots into, into Linux because you can do that. It's very small. You can just load it into Ram and then run it from there. You click the installer thing. It takes like five minutes and it's done on windows. You plug your fucking USB stick in or your CD ROM, whatever, whatever your installation is for windows. And it says, oh, installing Windows, doing these things. And then you remove the stick, restart it, and then it still takes like 20 minutes of Windows being like, oh, getting things ready now, setting things up for you, making things good for you. And I'm like, why? What was this program doing before, during the installation? Did it not install Windows? What is the installer doing if it has to install Windows again after like a restart? Why? Venting? It's it, no, it's bullshit. It shouldn't <laughs> do that. Like, why? It takes like two minutes. It felt like two. I genuinely, I recorded this. I recorded my experience of um, installing Windows Eleven. I'm thinking of like starting a fucking YouTube channel where I just rant about <laughs> Windows. 
or like make videos about how good I think Linux is because it's just good. I think the mm. recording was either 27 or 37 minutes long of me installing Windows 11 on the fucking virtual machine. I hated it so much. <laughs> I mean, if you're just like that vitriolic about it, it could be certainly very entertaining. You install it. You install Windows 11. There's so much ad shit on it. The Facebook is already ad? installed. No. TikTok is already installed. No. And I was like, fuck this. Fuck all of this. Microsoft Teams is already installed. It's literally in the operating system. You can't even really remove it. What? But the fact that TikTok was already on there and Facebook, I was like, wow. (laughs) That sucks. I I think I'm going to release that video. So, yeah, watch out on my Twitter. At WatchSanusTV. Well, I believe on that note, it's time for topic number six. Yeah, certainly it is. I want to rant on Windows 11 more, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, first, let's get one more break in. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back. Topic number six, Nintendo Blog's video showing how to emulate games. I put this one on personally because I am very mad. Though the majority of people are still unable to get their hands on Valve's handheld gaming PC, the Steam Deck. See, this is why I was getting confused. I put a story in about this. It all comes full circle. Sometimes. Rarely. There's an awful lot of hubbub surrounding device on the internet. A major point of contention was that it's of uh, was that of its emulation capabilities. In fact, through uh, through early benchmark show, shows that it performs admirably well in almost all situations. While emulation itself isn't illegal, the obvious elephant in the room is that of when uh, where players using said emulators might be uh, be procuring the game uh, is that of where players using said emulators might be procuring the game there we are that's a sentence or at least me understanding the sentence that isn't a major concern for legacy legacy platforms such as psx but the fact is that uh, St- uh, steam deck seems to be capable of nintendo switch emulation too uh, is raising uh, red flags for Japanese console, the Japanese console manufacturer and game developer. Uh, developer. The popular handheld console PC benchmarking YouTuber, the Fox, that's a P-H-A-W-X, you take a guess as how that's pronounced, please inform us down in the co- uh, comments, Recent, uh, ooh, that was a little crack in the voice. Ooh, <laughs> recently uploaded a video detailing his testing of the Yuzu Switch emulator on Steam Deck. While performance wasn't perfect just yet, Steam Deck could run games such as Super Mario Galaxy perfectly well at a higher frame rate than the Nintendo Switch could, making it obvious that the Steam Deck is an incredibly potent emulator device. Is an incredibly potent emulator device. Nintendo, however, promptly re- uh, reacted by taking down the Fox's uh, v- taking down the Fox's video down. No, no, no! <laughs> I messed that up badly. Promptly reacted by taking the Fox's video down. I hate this so much. 
This is a flagrant abuse of the co- uh, copyrights and DMAs, uh, DCMAs. Like, just blatant DMCA. abuse. DMCA, thank you. Just blatant abuse by Nintendo because they can get away with it. And <sighs> YouTube is not designed in the system to be fair to both, like, you know, its creators and outside holders of various copyrights and intellectual properties. It's completely one-sided, so that way they have to put up as a little investment as they can into said legal system. And and it sucks. This is just a a flagrant abuse of it. Because again, emulation itself is legal, and people can still have like copies of these games owned for years and years that even if the system's not working anymore, they'd still have the disc to it. And yeah, legally, you can like uh, take a disc, download said game, and you know start emulating and modding it to your heart's content. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like obviously, like piracy is on a legal standpoint illegal, but in my personal opinion, I really think like copyright should you know be used to uh, protect against active harm, not just yeah. potential harm. For games that are just no longer available anymore, you know, on any yeah. service. I'm wondering like, what this video showed, though. Did he like? I, I'm guessing that Fox he just showed how to like, to, like yeah, set up the to, emulator and play it. That's I don't exactly think, it from the rest of the thing. I don't think they showed like, oh, go to this website to get any Nintendo Switch game for free. Nope. Nope, it was just purely how to set up and run an emulator. That's bullshit. And he, Fuck I, I believe off, Nintendo. Like, you can look in the article, or one of them that I found about this. He There's a picture of him with all of his Nintendo Switch games, and like, uh, what's it, um, Wii U as well, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And that, that alone, it's like, he's clearly supporting your content, but also, I'm just going to say it, I like the Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo Switch, but uh, its innards at this stage are fairly shit in comparison to like next gen consoles. This thing was <laughs> last gen when it came out. I just managed to take mm. off because it's very portable. Works as both a console and a portable device. Yeah. And removing the controllers, you know, to play it in dark mode and then reattaching them for like handheld is a fairly nice mechanic. But like. It runs like shit. I try and browse like it's like uh, games that they have on offer. And like I go down like three lines and it struggles to load up the next set of things. I don't have any problem like this with like, uh, what's it? The Xbox or PlayStation, you know, the current gen ones. They, they run perfectly smooth. At worst, it just takes a moment for like the images to load. But like I can still keep on scrolling down if I want for a good while before I run into any problems. But no, nope, Nintendo three lines in. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Everything has to stop. The the console has to become unresponsive for a moment to get the rest of these things, and then like another three lines or so. It's terrible, <laughs> and like even people That's deeply, true. people deeply in love with the Switch are pointing out like things like pop ins and like all the latest games. Because, like, they're trying to do more and more, but the hardware just isn't there. There's also just shit games like fucking Pokemon Legends, which just looks fucking ugly. Yeah, kind of. But also people really like it because, like, it's a 
an evolution of the Pokemon formula, which... Well, okay, make it look good, though. Don't make it look like the ugliest fucking thing I've seen in yeah. 20 years. I mean, that's A, Switch. It can't make it look super pretty, and Have B, you seen Mario Kart B, 8? That's a Wii U game that looks fucking beautiful. Have you seen Super Mario Odyssey? It, it looks beautiful, game. but how much detail is there? You Have know? you seen... Like the how Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's what they're trying to emulate with the fucking 3D Pokemon games now. And they can't do it. Don't get me wrong, Breath of the Wild is beautiful, but they again that game is still limited in its own ways. It Whereas doesn't like, look ugly if, though. If I make if it I make it out point B, if I make it out point B, Pokemon Company lazy. It just it knows it's a cash cow at this point. Yes. And they just didn't put in the effort, you know? They just didn't. Like, Game honestly, they, make most they couldn't of money do from much. Pokemon Go anyway, so I don't think they'd really care anyway. <laughs> I think it's that and merchandise, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah and the anime. Don't forget about the and anime. And if you look at fucking, like, technical analysis videos of Pokemon Legends, mm. they actively have effects that make the performance worse and look ugly at the same time. Like, the shitty, shitty glow effect. Glow kind of like it makes everything look kind of wet this glow effect that's on every fucking surface oh god that's terrible which it just looks ugly Mm -hmm. it looks like i don't know like nothing oh god and it makes performance worse or fucking every water effect in the game too not it really now. does. Like, I could see, like, even in videos of, like, for reviews of people who really love the game, who are really saying, like, this is a, a good game to play. I'm just looking there, and I spot in the background there, like, a tree popping in out of existence. You I know? think I've wrote. I think, uh, let me pull up my tweet for it. I think I had a good tweet about Pokemon Legends. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably fine as I, from the gameplay side. I don't care about that. Yeah, but where's my tweet? Where is it? Yeah, again, like every every review I've seen of it has praised the game as you know Pokemon game. It's like really in uh, innovative, innovative. There's the word and refreshing to play as a Pokemon fan. It does make me intrigued to play it. At the same time, it doesn't look like super great, and I hate that. I hate that so much. No, I, I do love, like, the quote-unquote alpha Pokemon, which are just essentially, like, bigger versions of what's it, uh, you know, standard Pokemon. And, you know, like, uh, Alpha Lucario, Alpha Gavador, and various other Pokemons, it's like, well, hello, tall lady. <laughs> uh, Where is the tweet? Where is it? I remember that I tweeted this. But where is it? Uh, try searching your ads and, and Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Also, maybe media if there was a pick in there. Yeah, I think that was, but I can't find it. That'd be hilarious if Nintendo deleted this. <laughs> I don't it, think that have. would be. Oh, that would be, be ironic. Topic. Yeah. Yeah, but again, like Nintendo flagrantly abuses what's it? Uh, uh, what's it? The DMCA's. Because essentially the system is in place, like, internationally, based on these uh, set of laws within, like, the United States and United Kingdoms and etc. But Japan doesn't, doesn't really have a lot of fair use. 
you know, laws on books. Okay, and because that. of that, it's just like blatant abuse on their part in Japan. I think I talked about this in a previous yeah. um, yes, did, episode. Yeah. When it comes to anime, it's just, it's despicable, it's deplorable, and I hate this so much. Well, I found my tweet about this game, um, mm. and I wrote, Pokemon Legends Arc. how do you even say it in English? Arceus? Arceus? Yeah, that's close to the second pronunciation. Arceus. Pokemon Legends Arceus looks like something someone made based on a YouTube tutorial series, except, uh, oh. except they stopped watching after part three and finished the game. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it looks like to me. Yeah. You yeah. have 150 people working at the old fucking company making hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, Why can't you make it look like fucking Breath of the Wild if you fucking spent time on it? Marketing they could hire it like out Breath of the Wild. Or buy up any company they wanted to make these games look pretty, and they just don't. A little side note about like Pokemon Arceus in general, something that does get me a bit down about it is like the historical setting of it and thus tying it to like uh, i want to say feudal uh, feudal japan which i'm not a big fan of because i always had um to me pokemon has always had this like international vibe whereas you can buy a copy of it like anywhere in the world and because of like the name changes and all that and the artistic style it can feel like oh no this could be a part of any country you know this could be like in america in germany in japan in France, it's very nice. Mm. And like, uh, what's it? The Shino region in particular, I played when I first moved to Ireland as a kid. And like a lot of the stuff in there did line up with things in Ireland. It was very hilly. There was a lot of rain all the time. And it just had this nice like international feel. Like it could be anywhere in the world. And then going to this historical setting really ties it to Japan specifically. It's like having a, po- a future Pokemon game set in historical past of, like, you know, the Wild West, you know? It just doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit. Like, just having these very region-specific games has always given it this widespread appeal. Like, you're not really locking anybody out, especially with the additional name changes they did for, like, dubbing and the like. And this uh, just is slightly off-putting to me because it does specifically tie down this thing to one specific region as opposed to just, like, everywhere in the world that it could have been before. So, yeah, that's just a gripe I have against the game. I, I still would like to play it at some point. But at the same time, it doesn't look good. Anyhow. Well, my point is I'm not going to pay that much money for something that looks like... Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait for like um, it to go on. So, well, plus, it's a Nintendo game. They never put it on sale, and they really well, lower the prices. Yeah, the jerks. Plus, I also don't personally don't like the the Pokemon gameplay that much. I think that's I one of the things. If though, it was the like, most awesome looking thing ever. So that is one of the things, though, <laughs> because people are so hyped about this because it does add things to the Pokemon gameplay. You have heavy, normal, and swift stances that affects like how strong, but also how quick the move is, then affecting how many moves you can get in before the what's it enemy attacks. 
and you are running about in the world as the the two Pokemon fight. It's not like you're faded into a void where they fight each other. It's happening out in the world where you discover the Pokemon, and you get to run around as the fight is happening. Mm. Um, okay, good, but like, I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I like games where I can stand around and just look at how cool it looks, which you can do in Mario Odyssey or in Breath of the Wild or in Minecraft. Mm. All of those have distinct styles. And sure, these Pokemon games have their own distinct styles too, but it doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big point to me. Graphics are not that important, but I still want to feel nice. I don't want to feel like actively disgusted by some things. And if you look at like a wall and the wall looks like shit smeared all over it, Mm. that's not good. Uh, Did you see in like the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake the Snow Gym Leader who has this very intricate puzzle room? Which is designed in you only being able to move in four directions. I've no clue what she just said. I, those anyhow, words words mean nothing to me. Before, let me just finish the thing then for those at home. Okay. Basically, the Diamond Pearl remake <laughs> lets you move in like a full 360 direction, and people were then able to like get to this one point, which like is supposed to make you feel like you're so close, but you still have to figure out the right way to do it. You're right next to the gym leader, but you can't like get past the point. And you're able to just, like, you know, go up to that point and then start moving at an angle and bug out and get onto the safe pass up to them because the room is, like, covered in ice and you slide all over the place except for the walkways. And you're able to then sneak onto a walkway where you're not supposed to be able to. Oh. Yeah. That's where the Pokemon okay. company's at when it comes to video games. Game Freak makes the games... Don't they? Oh, uh, yes. Game I, Freak owned the Pokemon company. People always think it's the other way around, but no, Game yeah. Freak owned the Pokemon company. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think there may just be a, vis- a vestigial head at this point, you know? They still technically own everything and get all the it's money, but I don't know if they still Because they make money anyways. I don't know. In my personal opinion, I wish they didn't go past the, like, you know, pixel art stage. And just kept like innovating off of that and adding new cool neat stuff and like only brought in like the 3D for like um Pokemon battles and the like. But yeah. I've seen that in comments many times. People are like upset. I've seen many like comments on YouTube and on Twitter where people are like, well, I just wish Pokemon would go back to like sprites. Yeah, because like a lot of the things that make it feel so slow is the models moving so much more slower than the pixel spites would move, you know? Because, like, they couldn't have the spites walk to you in a diagonal line, so they had to move quickly down and then they like to line up to you, whereas, like, now they kind of take the time. Now you kind of have to wait for this, like, new animation loop to finish uh, its set amount of loops before it would advance the next bit of dialogue. Now it's like you can only walk in, cer- in certain area cutscenes. You know, it's it's all just so much more slower in like its 3D environment now, and I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. It's so much slower, and it used to be so much faster with the sprites. 
not to mention wow. they just did yeah. some craziest stuff back then with them. Like, which th- since then I just have not. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me, a little frog in my throat there. Since then I have not seen in like any of the new Pokemon games. Though I did mix miss X and Y, but like Pokemon Sun and Moon didn't have that much in there for me. I don't know about like Sword and Shield, maybe, but I just haven't seen anything wild with that. Whereas, like, I think like in Black and White, that fortress just springing out of the mountaintops. Or like Pokemon Platinum, you're in that little hell void, and then you get to start walking on the walls. Cool stuff like that just isn't in Pokemon games anymore. But yeah, I think that's enough rants about like Nintendo and Pokemon. Yes. Yes. Hey. Buy whatever you like, but think about what kind of company and management style you want to support with that. So yeah. mm. that's the good message of today. Indeed. Now, where was I? Yes, wrapping up the podcast. Silas, you want to uh, tell everybody where they can find our precious links at? Well, we have a podcast description, and mm. just click on the link tree that we have there, link tree for our learning podcast, or for myself, or for Sod. And if yes. you want to click that, we have at uploadingpod on Twitter, Instagram, and uploadingpod at gmail.com. Send us emails, people, about tech stories. You want to talk about tech news and other tech-related stuff, and gaming. Mm-hmm. Or follow myself at TV on the Twitters. Yes. yes. You also follow me at Gaming on Twitch, uh, YouTube, and now Trevo, because Silas was yes. very insistent about it. He's streaming there. That's why I'm most active right now. Would like to make more videos on um, Solid Passion Projects, but I need a better computer for that. Also, at PassionSod on Twitter. Give me a follow there. And also, dude, like, enter the raffle for Elden Ring. I'm probably going to make something to eat after this and then upload it. It will be running until the 27th of March. Join while you can. Don't delay. Yes, definitely do that. Region free, you said. Is that real? Yeah, yeah, it's region locked. Xbox games unlocked regions. Wow. Yeah, I googled it for like Xbox One and Xbox Series X, and <laughs> it was like everything. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, everywhere I found it was like you know, yeah, nice. yeah, these aren't locked down. I mean, I appreciate you double checking, make sure in case I miss something, but yeah, it should be fine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, so get in that um, raffle while you can. Uh, I'm sure I. As much as I do like appreciate like the boost it gives to my subscriber count, I, I just can't wait to see how happy this makes somebody who was like, oh, I can't true. afford a copy of Elden Ring. And then it's like, oh, wait, I can just like subscribe to this like jerks channel and uh, retweet this and I get a shot and oh, look, I've won. And it's like they get to play a game that they otherwise wouldn't be able to get their hands on. But and then they scalp it on eBay. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, to some people, that happens sometimes, regardless of what you want. But who knows? May end up in somebody's hands who actually wants to play the game on Xbox and just couldn't otherwise. That's true. That's probably also, what's going to happen. 
also side note people have been complaining about what's it um performance issues for Elden Ring on PC and PS5 and it's been working perfectly fine on my Xbox Series X oh, and I've just been cackling about that I remember that no actually yeah I remember like an official uh, statement that was like oh if you have performance issues on PS5 just play it like the PS4 version or something is that for this game and I'm like are you serious fucking like tell people oh yeah you fucked up just by the old version oh that's that's so funny also just to promote another VTuber uh, Night Paradox did a lovely impressions video of it and also a video that went viral a nice little meme video about applying like an effect to a twin blades and being Darth Maul so that's Night Paradox on YouTube. Go give that a watch, as well as the impressions. I think that's enough plugging for this episode. Be sure to leave us a rating and a subscription on your favorite podcast app. Don't um, forget those comments. Yeah. You go back over the episode and remember every comment that it asks you to leave. W- listen to the episode again to make sure you don't miss anything. If because that your watch podcast will platform help. supports comments. Not everyone if does. It, if it does, that is Reason true. Reason does. On Reason, we can see it. Mm. Um, I don't know which other ones have comment functions, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. Who else? Comment it in your heart and send it out in the void. I'm Tell sure us how wrong we are me. about fucking Pokemon Legends being ugly. Eh. Yeah. I mean, I'm passing over those tall Pokemon, so... <laughs> oh my god. It's time to end this. It's time to end it. End yes. it. Ta-ta. Wiedersehen. Until we all meet again. Have a good rest Bye-bye. of your day. Or evening, night, whatever time of day it is. Rest of Ramble. your day includes everything. <laughs> Bye. That's just one big hole. That's an interesting saying, one big hole. I mean, that's a good old phrasing right there. I mean, like, one big hole is what you have left after I get up to my elbow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that one really did tickle me pink. <laughs> that's funny that's okay <laughs>